We're asking support from our Shaykh, inshallah, in this holy times, yes, to send us something, what is important, what is beneficial for us. In these days, we don't like to talk too much also, because no one is really listening. And if you're listening, how are you going to put in your lives? The signs are there. In the month of Ramadan, we should be harvesting. Month of Ramadan, you're going to see now what you have planted, what you are gaining. Then you'll know by yourself where you are and you know how to fix. Don't just be so happy and just don't be so uh, angry or sad if you're not. There's still time. Allah is still giving us the breath of life. These months, these nights, there is still time. So many times it is better to feel that, oh, I didn't do enough. So you are running to do more, you are racing. Then to think, oh, I'm nice and easy, I'm just going to take it easy. There is no retirement in Islam. There is no retirement in tariqat. There is no retirement from fighting the ego. So in this first uh, Juma, the first zikr of uh, the month of Ramadan, we're asking Allah to accept our weak service and for Allah to give us more intelligence and more patience and more strength of the Iman to be able to become better ones, inshallah. Go and renew your wudu. So, we have this month that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is making mankind to understand how weak he is and to make mankind to understand how much Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has also given to us that if we're following it properly, how strong we can be in every way. You understand? In Islam, the more that you understand you're depending on Allah, the more stronger you are. It's not the more weak you are. The more you are depending on yourself, on your intelligence, on your own prayers, on your race, on your nationality, on your politics, the weaker you are weak. But more you are depending on Allah and saying, I don't know, I did all of this, but Allah knows better, His Prophet knows better. Allah, we must hold on more firmly to them. There's a time more wisdom is going to be given to you. More in this month, you're able to understand. You're able to feel. And some, you're able to experience things. And so, you're saying now, we have a question for our brother saying, Muslims now, there's such a big dependence on the material. And saying Muslim nations now, especially if we're talking from that level, we have to become more powerful in every way. Why? So that we can compete with the others, right? And be better. Huh. So it's not for Allah's sake. So right off the bat is wrong. 
But those ones, maybe they are saying, well, we are depending on these things. We need to be strong in these things. Because Allah is saying in the Quran, what? Keep your horses ready. Yeah, he's saying, so I'm going to take his word for it. I'm not going to be Wahhabi says, which surah, which ayat, huh? sahih or not. Huh? Soon they're going to say that also about Quran. <laughs> so they're using that. It looks as if it's fair. They're looking at the Quran and they're taking it. But this is exactly what happens when you are taking the Quran and you're not taking the Sunnah. And the Sunnah is following the Prophet and following the Sahabis and the Tabi'ins and the Tabi Tabi'ins and the Tabi Tabi Tabi'ins until today. If you just take from the Quran, you can go in any direction you want. And this is what has happened for the past hundred years, that there's no Khilafat. Everyone is running to their own directions, from individuals to families, from communities to nations. Everyone taking off their own way. And although Muslims are reaching to two billion, they say there's two billion, although they have all the wealth. You cannot say Muslims don't have the wealth, they don't have the resources, they don't have the technology, they don't have the manpower, they don't have anything. Allah is still giving in this Ahir Zaman. But there is no blessings, none. There is no blessings because there is no head. There is no blessings because two billion Muslims were saying, we take Allah's word and we're going to run according to our own understanding. What Allah is saying, follow that Prophet. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, follow that Prophet wasalam, And the Prophet wasalam, is saying, follow the ones who are going to come after me, my inheritors, follow the Khalifas. You understand? So now, everyone is going to take that. They're taking it according to the Sunnah, it's okay. Then you know how to balance. You take according to the Sunnah, that's why in over 1,400 years of Islamic civilization, it is always moving ahead and ahead and ahead. Don't look, oh, but then in the 1800s, uh, they fell down, down, down. And Europe went up, up, up. How Europe went up, up, up? Huh? Through the blood of the millions of people? Through uh, stealing and lying and cheating and terrorizing? If this is what civilization is, we are far away from it. That kind of civilization is going to bite you back. If not now, later. And we're seeing the results of that. So that kind of, oh, but Muslims, they fall down because they didn't go through industrial revolution. They didn't go through this, they didn't go through that. We made the whole world go through that. And look at the mess we've made the whole world to be in now. So now, especially in running after the dunya and not understanding what the Prophet brought, not understanding the wisdom of the Prophet and the wisdom of this awliyaullah, definitely you're going to deviate. Definitely you're going to take and use that as an excuse for whatever you want yourself to be. Whether it is tribe, nationality, politics, you're going to use that. While using the word Islam, which it is happening. Especially now, 
They say, oh, we're following the Prophet. Are you following the Prophet according to the four mazhabs? We don't follow four mazhabs. Then you're not following the Prophet. You're following your ego. We understand. Which four mazhab is saying, it's okay, don't follow a Halifa? The Prophet is saying, there's three days. There is no Halifa. There is no Islam. What is it meaning now? That one must be responsible for justice. Understand that when Hazrat Umar he became the Khalifa, he said, if there is a wolf on the other side of the Tigris River, Euphrates River, that is dying from thirst and hunger, Umar is going to be questioned on Judgment Day. What is this Hilafat that we are seeing and we are looking at, that we are taking example from? Look at the Holy Ottoman Empire, how under their reign, there was no terrorism. There was no conflict in the Middle East. 300 years, 500 years they're ruling. Nothing of that sort was happening. In fact, they made, they made the people who are sworn enemies to sit down next to each other, to help each other, to cooperate with each other, and in a month like this at Ramazan, to sit down and to eat with each other. They say, enough with all of that differences. We have to build a life here. That kind of materialism, that kind of materialism where you are going to share what you have, where you're going to give justice to everyone, that kind of materialism we are running for because that kind of materialism it is pleasing to Allah. Today's materialism is not because they're not putting Allah in the example of the Prophet They're looking to their own political ambitions. Especially Muslim countries. You understand? It is wrong. Because now under the Ottomans too, the Muslim and the non-Muslim, they're able to have safety. That was a system of real meritocracy. That was a system where they were admitting people from different nationalities, different races, to be part of the government without taking away their language, without taking away their culture, without taking away their religion. In fact, the Ottoman Empire preserving the religions, religions, not just Islam, other religions that were there. They were not imposing colonialism. They're not imposing imperialism like we understand. If they were, everyone from Eastern Europe to Western China would be speaking Turkish. Everyone would be only learning Turkish history. Like today, if we talk about certain subjects, immediately, because of our schooling, we will discount more than half of humanity. We're only looking towards Europe. If we talk about philosophy, we're talking about Greek philosophy, French philosophy, German philosophy. That is immediately, it comes to our mind. But what happened to, as we say, what happened to, say, Philosophy that is in India, that is in China, that is in Africa, that is in the Middle East. Half of the humanity, most of humanity, you take them out. That kind of thing was not present during the Ottoman times because there was no push for that kind of imperialism, for that kind of control. Yes, you are looking for materialism, but that materialism, it is to share. That materialism, it is to make mankind to become civilized. 
Civiliza civilization is not having an iPhone. Civilization is not having internet. Civilization is not having the technology or the wealth and to have your heart sealed from feeling what your neighbor is feeling. Now this month of Ramazan, in the old days, which they don't practice anymore, you cannot, especially in a modern society like this. In the old days, uh, we're talking about maybe still it's practiced in Muslim countries. Person who is cooking in Ramazan, he cooks, I cannot just cook like this, I have to share with my neighbor. He cooks something because the Prophet ﷺ is making all these manners to be the sign of civilization, manners, how you treat people. If religion, any religion that is not giving you manners, that is not teaching you how to treat people properly, treat people compassionately, treat people the way that the sun is treating everyone, giving the warmth to believer, unbeliever, white, black, brown, the sinner and the saint. If that religion is not teaching to do that, run away from it. If the religion is teaching you that, hold closely to it. If people are accusing that religion and they're not using that religion now to become better, they are at fault. It is not the religion's fault. So in the old days, Prophet is, is saying, yes, even if your neighbor can smell the cooking that you're making, you have to share because it's bad manners. They smell what you're cooking and you're not sharing. So in the Ramadan time especially, uh, cook something, they give to a neighbor. The neighbor cooks something, give it back. This one gives to this one, this one gives to this one. So there is, it circles around. Just with a simple plate of food, it circles around. Uh, the love circles around. The charity circles around. You feel now that you're part of a bigger community. This materialism of today, it doesn't connect to that. Uh, it doesn't. So we need to take what is good and what is useful. Those things that are not, we need to see how the Prophet was doing it and his Sahabis continuing. We had not only 1400 years back of example, we have 100 years back of example. You understand? We need to take and we need to learn. Then you can walk properly. At that time, you're not just going to take the religion for your ego and use any ayat to justify anything you want, to make a spin of anything you want, and to twist anything you want. Now the Prophet ﷺ is saying, live in this world as long as, what? Work for this world, work for this world, meaning run for the dunya, as long as you are going to live in this world. Work for the ahirat, as long as you are going to be in ahirat. How long are we going to be in ahirat? Forever. So do you need to work little or you need to work a lot? You need to work easier or you need to work hard? You need to work hard because you're going to live forever. In this world, is saying, as much as you're going to live in this world, work as much as you're going to live in this world. Correct or no? I've seen this hadith twisted by governments, Muslim governments, Muslim majlis, 
to mean the complete opposite. That they are saying, Prophet is saying, work in this world as much as you're going to live on it. That means you're going to live only for a handful of years. Then you must work very, very hard because you only have a handful of years to live. You're going to live in the Ahirat forever, so relax. You don't have to work forever. You're going to have to work hard. They are saying this and people are, and no one is saying nothing. This is accepted. This is wrong. And this is when people then start living this world for the sake of this world. They're not living for this world for the sake of Ahirat. What is our job? What is our duty? Everyone has a job. Everyone has a duty. Not everyone is going to do what everyone else is doing. So, inshallah, if we are taking their sunnat, if we're taking their examples, if we have a guide to show, it is easier. If there isn't, then you can do it any way you want, especially governments, they're going to twist it and spin it in any way that they want and everyone is going to follow. And everyone is going to be in their pockets anyway. We're asking to be clean in these days, inshallah. And to be simple. And to run away from the dunya. This is what the Ramazan is. To remind us of Ahirat. Then, that time, inshallah, Rahman, when you're holding your ego tightly, and then you're releasing it only in your own command. If you are doing that, that one will work for you. You don't have to work so hard. He will work for you. You understand? He will work for you. That much that you're controlling your ego, that is worth more to Allah than all of your prayers that you're doing in Ghaflat. May Allah forgive me and bless you. May Allah raise the station of our Shaykh, inshallah. Wa min Allahu tafik al-Fatiha.